I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that.
joyous, joyful exaltation to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Women Wednesday. I'm your host, Maria Matane. Blessings to all, greetings to all, strength to all, love to all. Tonight's theme is preparedness, part three. Get ready, get ready, get ready. The catastrophes are happening all around us. There are new products that are available, new ways of looking at maneuvering through those said, those said catastrophes. Realistically, we're watching this on the news play out. Three million people, three and a half million people in Puerto Rico still stranded. Where's the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, and all the old movies, right? They showed the armies go and build the towns and help the towns, and they were the savior. Where, where are they? Survival tech, the technology that's available, we need to be aware of it. I looked it up. I want to share it. It's, it's something that is pressing, and it is, um, it's needed information. First, we're going to start up in the praise up and look toward the Bible and the Most High's word on this subject matter. Second Chronicles 27.6. So Jotham became mighty because he prepared his way before the Lord his God. He became mighty because he prepared his way. Galatians 5.1, steadfast, therefore, in the liberty with Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. You know, because you become bound to that catastrophe, your family, the, all of the decisions thereof. Can't be entangled in it. Luke 21.34 to 36. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that they come upon you unawares. For as a snail shall it come on all of them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore, and pray always, that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things, that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. Touched me the deepest was Genesis 8, 1 to 22. And God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the dark, and he made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters assuaged. The fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped and the rain from heaven was restrained and the waters returned off the earth continually. And after the end of the 150 days, the waters were abated and the ark rested in the seventh month on the 17th day of the month upon the mountains of Ararat and the waters decreased continually until the 10th month and the 10th month on the first day of the month were the tops of the mountain seen. And it came to pass at the end of 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made 
and he sent forth a raven, which went forth to and fro, until the waters were dried up from the earth. And he sent forth a dove from him, to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot, and she returned to him into the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her, and pulled her in unto him into the ark, and stayed yet another seven days. And again he sent forth the dove out of the ark, and the dove came into him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off, so no one knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And he stayed yet another seven days, and sent forth the dove which returned not to again unto him until any more. And it came to pass in the six hundredth first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up off the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark, and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the seventh and twenty-seventh day of the month, the earth was dried. And God spake unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife, and thy sons, and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing, with thee of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle. And of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, they may breed abundantly in the earth, and be fruitful, and multiply upon the earth. And Noah went forth, and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wives with him. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kind, went forth out of the ark. And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet savior. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake. Overstand, if you can. The Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. You see, it's not going to cease. The world's not going to come to an end. It's just going to change in the way in which we know it. It will not cease. So we can't. We can't either. We can't cease in the growing wisdom and the manifesting of knowledge that comes from the wisdom, acting better once we know better, and getting all our ducks in a row. So we're going to move forward into survival text. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Part three, blessings and grace. We're going to take a music moment. 
We are living in an environment now that defines a lot of wolves, a lot of infamous still bearers.
Blessings and grace. Blessings and grace. And welcome to the strategy. <laughs> Survival. One of the one of the quotes that led me in this direction. As I heard it and then it was confirmed by Wyndham Ross Adonis was a quote by Ronald Reagan. And he actually said this. You could look this up. The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. One of our most glorified presidents said this. This is an actual statement. The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. So then what do you do with that information? Right, So I'm looking at this travesty take place and our president talk about football and call people sons of bitches and um, feeling for the ones. Like what happened to the coverage of the people in Texas? What's happening in Texas? We saw some suburban people, you know, their house was destroyed, God bless them, and the front of their, you know, front yards was filled with debris. But what about the other people? the other tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands for that matter, and these other places, what's transpiring? What's the protocol? We're worrying about who's kneeling. So, you know, one has to look above the specter, right? The specter and the spectacular downfall of government that we've ever seen. This is like Katrina times, what, four now? 
we can't keep our heads in the sand, you know. And so I looked up, you know, how to avoid FEMA camps. Because what's FEMA doing? You know, I went to FEMA's website. They don't have actual sensors. They have mobile things, mobile sensors. There's no physical location in each state that's designated a FEMA, like crisis center for ones to go to. Yet there's all this money, right, given to that department for them just to have a bunch of mobile units. Like you have to, we have to think about ourselves and stand on our own two feet, and not look forward to, you know, a bigger picture in case it's totally necessary and, you know, like a health emergency, someone may need surgery, then you may have to find your way over there. But, you know, so I looked up, this is um, five steps to avoiding FEMA camps. Check for RFID tags in all shoes made after 2010. Look at that. Your shoes have RFID tags in them. Shoes made after that date could have electronic transmitting devices that, that, that can record your stride, activity level, and then upload it to your Wi-Fi or your, cellular, or your cellular network. While this could theoretically have been designed by Foot Locker to increase stock efficiency and have been made by the universities to connect social media sites, the government could feasibly use this data to determine your threat to the republic. You know, so... Um, two, if you drive an intelligent vehicle, turn off your cell phone while driving. Some newer vehicles have computers with hard drives and data collecting programs and subroutines. Programs such as this use your Bluetooth cell phone to collect and send data to the home corporation. I'm sure some of those reading this, you know, um, have like the, you know, vehicles that have been driving and heard the voice say, send data report, and then you hit yes or no. This report contains lots of personal data you send out, which can be used against you, even if you did nothing wrong. Create a Faraday cage in your home. While some scoff at the idea, a Faraday, F-A-R-A-D-A-Y, again, that's Faraday, F-A-R-A-D-A-Y, a Faraday cage can be your best bet to avoid electromagnetic interference. There are plenty of articles on the dangers of EMI, and you and your loved ones especially don't be a victim. Learn how to create residential and cranial Faraday's cage protection now. So they have um, warfare tactics in which they emit electromagnetic interference frequencies at populations. You know, so this is not just about natural catastrophes. This could be, you know, this guy is threatening um, North Korea. Kim Jong-un said that he take what he said as a threat of war. He said, we will annihilate this whole country off the face of the earth. That is a declaration of war. If somebody told me I'm going to just annihilate you off the face of the earth, okay, we're at war. And now they're saying that they have the right to shoot things that aren't even in their airspace. This is what North Korea is saying. And, you know, Donald Trump has, I've been reporting, been sending over troops and ships, and they've been having this demonstrative show of force. Why you got to show force? We're all the way over here. What do you, you know, it's like it's the instigation of something. And all of these distractions, you know, are, are really purposeful. The one could be shook and in fear and easily mitigated, easily maneuvered, easily rounded up, 
and told what's going to happen next as opposed to having the freedom to decide what's going to happen next for you and your family by having the choices available to you to make an informed decision. You know, if it's, if, if it's your decision to go into a FEMA camp, that's on you. You can, you know, stay out for as long as possible, and if things get too worse, then find your way to one. But, I, you know, the initial, I don't see what's happening. I don't see the good it's doing. Why are they not reporting on that? You know, instead, every, every channel is talking about, you know, Donald Trump and him cursing out the mothers of the football players. These sons of bitches overstand that man. And so download software to wipe your cell phone personal records. Do not use video services or social media. So there have been many releases of software that will wipe your iPhone files that track your GPS location and send it off to Apple. While I cannot vet whether these programs actually work, they seem to be a good investment, you know. And so... We have to use the technology that's around us to protect us from the technology. How about that, you know? And so one article I found was very interesting. This is on um, survivaldan101.com, how to avoid getting trapped in FEMA camps. Meditation is not going to help. <laughs> the first thing is to know what to expect beforehand. While people think about the dollar dropping to nothing or um, you need to consider the most pressing signs of a pending martial law, how pending? about 15 minutes or less away from being put onto a bus. Overstand that. Now, there are people who would look forward to three hots and a cot, and there are some who would actively encourage you to go to the camp, you know. But we aren't those people, you know, we are the kinds that enjoy freedom. So what do we look for? Using the backbone of a military op- operation, you must make the enemy, that would be you, deaf, dumb, and blind. So what does that mean? It means that you must be blind, not knowing what to expect, Right how many men are in the operation, and what your final destination will be. So this means that the operation will will most likely take place in the middle of the night. When they roll up, megawatt lights will be shown onto the neighborhood. This disorients you as well as illuminates your home for movement. This also means the power to, to your block to be secured, depending on the size of the town, perhaps several blocks at once. You know, so death means that you won't know what's going on. Loud noises such as bullhorns, shouting or um, of, um, of different kinds of orders, diesel engines running, people yelling at you to go here or there. It also means you won't be able to receive text or cell phone service. Dumb or mute means you won't be able to call anyone, tweet, post Facebook update, or send an email of warning. Imagine if the events took place in Chicago. And speaking of Chicago, you know, another, they're up to 500 dead black people. Spike Lee did that movie with all the singing and dancing surrounding it, but the movie was really about the first 10 minutes on screen, which, you know, had the receipt showing that more black people were killed in Chicago than in the um, Iraq and Afghanistan wars combined. That's crazy. We have to wake up and see what's happening and be prepared. You know, so making you deaf and dumb is as simple as securing the Internet and the Internet kill switch. That ends Facebook, Twitter, and email. And all you have to do is secure the cell phone or landline services to have the U.S. military show up at the local phone office and have them all the secure lines in place. 
turning off power would also be effective. You know, so they have so many different ways. You know, once you lose power, that means you have to have prearranged hiding spots. Okay, drones will be used to monitor communities and neighborhoods. Going out after dark is the same as going out during the day. If you have to move from one place to another, do so during a rain or thunderstorm. These conditions make drone flying very difficult and seeing anything of very um, of um, value very difficult. So it's horrible conditions, but at least you'll be free. You know, and um, we have to be in good health. <laughs> you know, because after every type, people are having to walk for miles and miles and go without water. I mean, that entire island has no water and no electricity. There are no backup generators. There's nothing. There's no backup for the backup. Why is that for a state? You know, and then Trump had the nerve to talk about their bankruptcy and how Texas is doing better and how they're going to have to answer to the bankers at some point. The whole country is decimated. The entire island has to be evacuated. And you tell these hard, and you tell these these people who've been through this intense hardship that their country still has to pay for something. We have to see what we're, you know, um, what's really being prepared for us. Understand? So be prepared enough not to need to seek resources, you know? So you have to prepare in advance for a disaster or an emergency. So you're not scavenging. Move to a location that has a low risk of mandatory evacuation. You can usually tell ahead of times what areas could be prone to mandatory mandatory evacuation. Is your home vulnerable to flooding or a nuclear accident? Is it in an urban area or near a military base that could be targeted by attacks? You know, all these are examples of where mandatory evacuation could be put into place. So knowing your risk of these threats can help you see the potential for evacuation. And so mandatory evacuation areas usually spawn FEMA camps just outside of the evacuation area to house all the evacuees, if at all possible. And so try to have a better plan than being funneled into one of these plants. And so you want to mark your home with FEMA marking, telling search and rescue that it was already evacuated. And if you want to get real clever, you can mark your home as if it was already visited by a search and rescue unit. You know, um, you can see how to mark it by looking that up on the Internet. It's not hard to do. Um, build a shelter and a place kit so that you have less need to evacuate in a biological or chemical emergency. Sometimes you have to just leave. If there's a chemical cloud hanging over your house or a nasty pandemic spreading through the country like wildfire, it may be necessary, you know, to leave if you don't have the proper tools to stay put. So a, so a shelter-in-place kit is simply an add-on to your typical survival kit. And it lets you barricade airflow in your home, making it as easy to be, you know, as airtight as possible. And you want to also have a bug-out location when everything starts bugging out. That's not your main residence, you know, as opposed to investing in other things. It may be a good time to invest in some land near some mountain somewhere, you know, <laughs> just to have a place that you know that you know that you and your family can get to. We have somewhere. We're fine, you know, and stock that place for real. 
and stay informed to know what's going on before a roundup occurs. Information is always key, and communication is passing information back and forth. So while news sources on TV and the radio can be managed and censored, amateur radio cannot. So staying informed during emergencies using CV and ham radios can help immensely. Not only can you stay ahead of any planned evacuations, but you can communicate with others to work together. You know, so while a FEMA camp is not the worst place you can find yourself in an emergency, it's not somewhere you want to end up if you can help it. You know, it's particularly vulnerable for chain reaction, chain reaction disasters because there's people, masses in one location, you know, attacks and pandemics. You know, so um, certainly, like I said before, if you need medical attention, then you can find your way to, you know, one of those kind of places. But if you can prevent that and make it happen without and that's the best thing to do. And on the AmericanPreppersNetwork.com, they have um, techie survival. You know, so you have portable GPSs, a standalone device that's much better than a mobile phone that can be monitored and tracked for you to locate wherever you are. If you're willing to invest in quality, you can get a, get a great model that has stunning 3D maps of areas all across America. And many of them allow you to zoom in and search for various landmarks and mark a plot and plot your own locations. You know, you could take photos and, you know, and they have it in terms of a, of a watch. It's a watch that has, you know, GPS in it. And one of them is called Sun 2, Traverse GPS Watch. And so what it does is that it has real-time breadcrumb view of the recorded track, tracking for speed, um, weather trend and storm alarm, a step counter, a thermometer, barometer, a compass, sunrise, sunset, smart, you know, it has Bluetooth connectivity. It's water resistant up to 330 feet. It has 14 days in watch mode and 12 hours in GPS mode. So that's something important to have, definitely. And also what I just found out about was satellite phones. And so for the reasons mentioned above, you're probably better off without the cell phone. A satellite phone can allow you to stay in touch from almost anywhere on the planet. The military uses the same satellite technology, so the service isn't going anywhere. So, you know, like right now, those people don't have cell phone service. But if you had a satellite phone, you'd be able to still call your loved ones. Understand? So the ability to reach out to compatriots for assistance or advice could make all of the difference. And um, the satellite phones range in price from $499 um, up to like $1,295. And they have between um, three hours and eight hours of talk time and 30 hours and 160 hours of standby time. You know, and so most people who need a satellite phone, usually they work, live, and travel around areas without traditional landlines or coverage by cellular service. So since satellites do not rely on phone transmission lines or cellular towers, they're able to function in a more remote location. You know, so um, I was looking at the site of, you know, how to purchase one, and um, orders ship the same day. So it's not like you have to, like, wait or anything like that. And they have ones where you can rent satellite phones or you can buy one. And they also have refurbished ones. 
as well. And so um, they also have prepaid satellite phones. So you don't have to worry about being on some type of monthly bill. You could just put, you know, a certain amount of money on it and leave it there. And just in case of emergency, you know, you already have this many minutes on your satellite phone. It's sitting there waiting for that emergency. And that's, that can make a, so much of a difference, you know, to you and your whole family. And also buy a solar charger, you know, um, carrying around a supply of batteries. No one has time for that. So we have to be able to power those devices and use infrared cameras, you know. These devices can detect a wide spectrum of heat signatures, even in perfect darkness. Moving bodies, whether vehicles, human or animal, can be detected instantly to give advanced warning or spot food sources, varying heat conditions. can also give you a good idea when equipment was last used, okay? So um, the right technology can give you the advantage and increase your odds of overcoming challenges and staying safe and healthy, you know, for the long term as these things unfold. Um, something else I found was called the GoTenna. It's text and GPS on your phone with no service required. The GoTenna helps you stay connected when it's minute, when it matters most. You know, so it's, you, you don't need any kind of um, service for the GoTenna to work. You just pick up the Wi-Fi that's in the air from wherever you're at, and you're able to still um, send texts, um if you want to share your GPS location, there's no cell coverage or Wi-Fi available. You'll be able to use your iOS or Android phones to send texts and share your GPS location when there's no cell coverage or Wi-Fi available. And the GoTenna costs around between $125 to $150. It's GoTenna, G-O-T-E-N-N-A, which I think definitely is a must-have. Fire service or or cell coverage at all, you can still send texts on your phone. And um, also there are some apps for preppers and um, for survival. You know, so Galileo, of course, is based on very detailed open street map data. And Galileo offers a very complete app with useful features for preppers and survivalists. And you can download entire maps for use offline from practically every country around the world. There is no satellite imagery in, Gal in um, Galileo, but since OpenStreetMap's vector data is so rich, you know, you really won't notice the difference. And that is only like $3.99. And Spyglass um, is an advanced navigation app, and it also has a gyro compass, a speedometer, a range finder, you know, um, helps it, it um, helps you see where you're going and what you're doing in a whole new way. And the SAS Survival Guide, this one has videos providing invaluable survival tips right in your phone, you know, photo, galler, photo galleries of edible, medicinal, and poisonous plants, um, Morse code signaling device, um, a survival checklist, a sun compass, and also has sections on extreme climate survival, um, surviving polar, desert, and tropical and sea catastrophes. Um, also, wildlife edibles, you know, determine whether or not a plant is edible can be quite a challenge, you know, so um, there's an app for that. Wild Edible provides you with up to eight inch, um, eight high resolution pictures per plant with more than 200 plants in its database, and it can help you separate the good from the bad. And also the 5-0 radio police scanner. 
Knowledge is power. When disaster strikes, it can be crucial to stay up to date about the current situation. Granted that your cellular or other internet connection is still available, being able to listen to emergency radio channels can provide you with the quickest and latest information. So that's called 5-0 Radio Police, and it's available for free. And it has more than 5,000 channels, including public safety, um, safety, air traffic, marine, and amateur shortwave frequencies. Okay? And find channels closest to your location or triangulation. Understand? And find my friends. You know, um, people have that feature in their phone. And um, like I said, if you have the GoTenna or one of those types of things in your phone and you're able to reach out to your loved ones or for help, or, you know, to the location you have to get to, it can make a difference in your life, in your family's life, you know. And also, um, the iFixit ProTech Toolkit, it's the Government Issue Edition. This is on thinkgeek.com, thinkgeek.com. It costs $69. And so these tools um, were selected based on data um, from thousands of repair guides. So they're capable of opening, repairing, putting back together all mainstream laptops and cell phones. And this kit is used by both the FBI and the CIA. It's called the iFixit Pro Tool Toolkit. iFixit Pro Tech Toolkit. And it has every tool you would need if something was to happen with your technology, you know, as you're on the go, um, with so many pieces to make it all happen. And so that that um that that Faraday bag is something that's really important as far as technology. You know, um many of us are focused on preparedness and fear an EMP elect, electromagnetic pulse attack that can be brought on by a number of factors. If the EMP attack were to happen, most if not all of our electronic devices would be rendered useless. One way to help protect your electronics against the EMP attacks while on the move is with the Faraday bag. A Faraday bag is very important. Please look that up if you have important information that you want to store and have. And something I found very interesting when I went on to FEMA's website, this is at FEMA.gov, um, they have an executive order, an executive order um, 12898. Executive Order 12898, Environmental Justice for Low-Income and Minority Populations. And this was um, signed into law as an executive order by Bill Clinton in 1994. So this executive order directs federal agencies to make environmental justice part of its mission by identifying and addressing as appropriate the disproportionately high adverse human health, disproportionately high adverse human health or environmental effects of its activities on minority and low-income populations. Okay, so why is this a part of FEMA? Overstand. Because they know that they was already doing things in our communities and where a lot of people lived and are close to um, things that may harm us, overstand. And so um, each federal agency must make achieving environmental justice as part of its mission by identifying and addressing as appropriate disproportionately high and adverse human health 
environmental, economic, and social effects of its programs, policies, and activities on minority and low-income populations, particularly when such analysis is required by NEPA. The EO emphasizes the importance of the NEPA's public participation process, directing that each federal agency shall provide opportunities for community input in the NEPA process. Agencies are further directed to identify potential effects and mitigation measures in consultation with affected communities. So there's a special executive order within FEMA that has to do specifically with the disproportionately high and adverse human health, environmental, economic, and social effects of every federal agency in America's program has on minority and low-income populations. So they know that this is already happening. There are no FEMA centers. There's, there's, you know, how are they making this happen? What's really going on? You know, what is really happening? And on the EPA's website, which is um, EPA.gov, United States Environmental Protection Agency, where they have a summary of Executive Order 12898, and it addresses the environmental justice in minority populations and low income, you know, why is it part of the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, and of FEMA? What does it have to do with minorities and low income specifically? You have to look around to where, you know, these housing projects are located. Understand what side of the, you know, the city are the black people living at or those with less advantage that speak other languages? And what kind of organizations and corporations are around that for there to have to be this executive order in place? And what are they studying and what are they doing? At the end of the day, there's so much that has to come to light and will, you know, um, we have to stay aware and be able to walk on our own two feet. And that's the bottom line. And on what I found very interesting, businessinsider.com, what a funny place to find this information, in the science section of businessinsider.com. And this is dated March 18th, 2017. So this was this year. If a nuclear bomb is dropped in your city, here's where you should run and hide on Business Insider. People who survive a nuclear blast may be exposed to radio, radioactive ash and dust called fallout. Finding a good shelter as soon as possible and going inside is critical to surviving fallout. A scientist has come up with a strategy for when and whether to move to a better fallout shelter. President Trump has egged on a new arms race. Russia's violated weapons treaties to upgrade its nuclear arsenal. North Korea is developing long-range missiles and practicing for nuclear war. And the U.S. military is considering preemptive attacks on the isolated nation's military faculties, excuse me, facilities. Meanwhile, nuclear terrorism and dirty bombs remain a sobering threat. Though these events are unlikely to trigger the last-ditch option of nuclear war, let alone a blast in your neighborhood, they're very concerning. So you might be wondering, if I survive a nuclear bomb attack, what should I do? So how to avoid the fallout radiation? Right, so the fallout is a mess of a bomb material, soil, debris that is vaporized, 
made radioactive, and sprinkled as dust and ash across the landscape by prevailing winds. You know, so um, one thing to know is which way is the wind blowing over sand and where you live and where it happened at. The best thing to do, of course, is to find a good place to, um, to hide. The more dense material between you and the outside world, the better. Then wait until rescuers can make their way to help you. You know, um, the U.S. government recommends hiding in a nearby building, but not all of them provide much shelter from nuclear fallout. Poor shelters, which include about 20% of houses, are constructed of lightweight materials and lack basements. The best shelters are thick brick or concrete, and lack windows. Again, the best shelters are thick brick or concrete and lack windows, like a bomb shelter, you know. And so um, hiding in a sub-basement of a brick five-story apartment building, for, for example, should expose you to just about one two-hundredth of the amount of fallout radiation outside. Meanwhile, hanging out in, in the living room of your one-story wood frame house will only cut down the radiation by half. If you're near to a nuclear explosion, um, not much is going to help you, you know. So they have, um, they've done studies. There's a whole study on this page, you know, with um, tables and graphs of um, should you stay or should you go, and even um, how long to stay before you travel to a better place. You know, if you're in a inadequate shelter, you can only stay there for 37 minutes, you know, um, if it's a good shelter, you know, you could stay there for 24 hours, of course, or more, which, I mean, they have it broken down to the minute, you know, so you have to think about whether or not it's going to take you 15 minutes in time travel. It's better to hold up in a flimsy shelter for a while, but you should probably leave for a better shelter after roughly about an hour. Okay, so this is because some of the most intense fallout radiation has subsided by then, so you still want to reduce your exposure. Um, and they have guidelines that were compiled from other studies and based on how decent your first and second shelters are. You know, so one has to know where to go if everything goes awry. And we can't um, act like this is not important. So I also looked up on the EPA.gov. Um, they have a plan. This page is um, the planning guidance for response to a nuclear to a nuclear detonation, second edition, June 2010. The planning guidance for response to a nuclear detonation, and this is the second edition that came out in 2010. So specifically, I'm going to turn to self self decontamination. You know, self-decontamination, steps to remove or reduce external contamination. This is on page 115. If those want to go to the epa.gov website and check this out, um, self-decontamination, self steps to remove or reduce external contamination for most people in the initial hours, perhaps days after a nuclear detonation, will have to be self-performed. Family members, com, um, companions, or caregivers can assist individuals with special needs. It is therefore important for emergency management officials to quickly provide easy-to-understand and straightforward instructions in language that are appropriate for um, the affected community. As discussed in Chapter 6, 
Communication after a nuclear detonation will be difficult because of the loss of infrastructure. Every possible communication outlet should be used to provide um, life-giving, you know, information. And, you know, one has to take into account that we have to be there for our families, you know. And so saving messages, including instructions for self-decontamination. In some areas, flyer drops and loudspeakers may be the only available means of communication. A thorough wash or complete removal of external contamination will not likely be practical in the early hours or days for most people. But any action to reduce the external exposure and potential for internal contamination should be encouraged. It's important to emphasize the importance of dusting off as often as possible until such time when people can change clothes or wash and providing instructions for self-decontamination. Use the phrases such as a washing and change of clothes are preferred to decontamination because they provide the same meaning more clearly and sound less threatening. Another challenge in providing blanket instructions for self-decontamination is that in those critical hours and days post-detonation, people's circumstances and the supplies and facilities they may have access to vary greatly. For example, some may not have access to water, clean replacement clothing, or bags to store away contaminated clothing. A simple Q&A is provided in Chapter 6. All right, so if you must be outdoors, um, and unprotected when fallout is still accumulating, do not remove your clothing. Gently dust off any visible fallout dust while being careful not to breathe or swallow the dust. Once you have some overhead cover or no visible fallout is communicating is um, accumulating, remove the outer layer of clothing, coat or jacket, place it inside of a bag if possible, store it away from people. Instructions for appropriate disposition of contaminated clothing shall be provided by authorities as applicable. So how are the authorities going to get you if everything is detonated, right? So you have to know for yourself what to do, people. We just, we just have to know. We have to stand on our own two feet. If you're not wearing any coat or jacket and have only a single layer of clothing, keep dusting it off until you have access to clean clothing. If the weather is severely cold and you need to keep your jacket, keep dusting it off until you have access to clean replacement clothing or no longer exposed to cold temperatures. So it's important to have that extra change of clothing in that bag, definitely, because as soon as it says right here, when you arrive home or another destination, act as if you're covered with mud and try to minimize tracking the material inside. Remove shoes and, if possible, the rest of your clothing. Place them in a bag. Place the bag as far away as possible from people and animals until you receive further instructions from officials. At the earliest possible time, shower from the top down with warm water and soap. Use shampoo if available, but do not use hair conditioner. If somebody says, do not use hair conditioner. If no shower is available, use a sink and wash as best as you can, paying particular attention to your hair and areas around your mouth, nostrils, and eyes. If no water is available, use moist wipes to clean the hands and face. You know, these actions can be performed at any location of opportunity um, or at ad hoc facilities set up by emergency response organizations to facilitate washing. You know, so... It's important to have an ample supply of clean replacement clothing, plastic bags, and moist wipes should be available. They'll be a valuable resource, you know. Um, 
these are things that we need to know. And this um, this document is 135 pages, but it's just good to know about and to just peruse so that if something happened, God forbid, you know, that saying, plan for the worst and hope for the best, right? So if something happens, you're not blindsided. You're not deaf, dumb, and blind, you know? You might be muted for a moment, but you'll have awareness because of your preparedness, understand, you know? And so... Um, it's important to have a water and crush proof container for SD readers and SD cards. Um, and um, power banks are going to be very important. Um, a lot of our lives, our livelihoods, our creative endeavors that, you know, that money can be made on is um, a lot of times in our, techno, in, in our digital and technological devices, you know. So we have to really make sure that those um, – kinds of things are ultimately protected, you know, especially if you respect it as something that um, you care about and find ways. And so now they have, you know, these tents that I found were so great, and they're orange um, solar-powered tents that um, the tent has solar power built in so it can charge all of your devices. It has a smart hub. So like I said, there's new technology out here that can really um, expand your opportunities for survival in the worst-case scenario. I mean, Ronald Reagan said the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. So we have to help ourselves. You know, you can't live in fear. Hopefully this helped and stimulated and um, invoked some actions and thought processes and ones that can um, take this information and make it real in their lives so that they can stand strong because the earth is not going to cease to exist according to the most high overstand, you know, and we are royal survivors. You know, our lineages are important. The Akashic records, you know, have to be dealt with. So blessings and grace, we're going to take a music moment and come back with the going gnosis.
um, what a violin can do or what music could possibly sound like, but also of what a black man is capable of, capable of, capable of.
Blessings and grace. I'm back with the go and gnosis. Your news infused with consciousness. First up is actionnews3.com. Eight bodies of minority women found mutilated in white supremacist homes. McDonald will stop serving over. The Mobile, Alabama Police Department came across a gruesome discovery today when several neighbors called concerning about suspicious activity at their home in the neighborhood. Several 911 calls directed police to the 400 block of Whitley Avenue this morning. Upon arriving at the scene, um, the bodies had several things in common. They found eight bodies in the home, and the man that greeted them was under the influence of drugs. Um, Five African-American women, two Hispanic women, and one Asian woman. This is horrible. Five African-American women, two Hispanic women, and one Asian woman. They were arranged in tightly sealed body bags in the back room of the home. All were victims of several forms of mutilation. They were all minorities in their mid-20s, marked with swastikas and other power Nazi symbols. Thomas Kane, identified by police, was a key player in the alt-right movement. He was arrested without incident and booked into the county jail with an on bond. They are not releasing the names of the victims until the families are notified. Kane tested positive for being under the influence of bath salt, which he says caused him to commit those horrible crimes. Eight women are dead. And this guy's a big player in the alt-right movement. You gotta act like you know what's really being presented, what it is. You know, on Bloomberg.com, Puerto Rico tries to recover as bursts, dam, and perils thousands. You know, power and phone lines out of most out of all of the islands. You know, the streets are flooded. Two days after Maria hit, electricity mobile phone service was non-existent in the capital and across of most of Puerto Rico. That's why it's important to have these satellite phones. Get up on it. Okay, I mean, this is horrible. Blessings to all the families and friends and unknowns in Puerto Rico. May the Most High bless everyone that had to, you know, traverse that horrible storm. And the ones from the Virgin Islands that I just spoke about last week. They shipped all these people from the Virgin Islands to Puerto Rico to, you know, from one disaster to then be traumatized and devastated on the scale of this entire island is just wiped out. Like, they're not expecting electricity or anything for a minimum of, like, six, eight months, you know? So everyone has to be evacuated. And so Trump administration revises travel ban to expand beyond Muslim-majority countries on um, NPR.org. The Trump administration is updating its travel ban just hours before it was set to expire. Um, So five countries in the previous ban remained under restriction, Iran, Libya, Syria, Yemen, and Somalia. So now 
three more have been added, which is Chad, interesting, North Korea, and Venezuela. And Venezuela's having a horrible time. There's no food. You know, um, I think the whole place is like in bankruptcy. And so they can't, this is not an option for them to come to. You know, so the new restrictions on Chad, Korea, are a broad ban on nationals from those countries entering the U.S. Um, and so for for Venezuela, restrictions apply to government, only government officials and their immediate family. That's where we live at now. The restrictions in Venezuela, you know, apply to government officials and their immediate family. So they are putting the walls up. And I wonder how many more, you know, nation states will be added to this list that we cannot go to or people can't come from. The borders around us are closing down as options. And so Trump, you know, calls for a boycott of the NFL, you know. Why is he even talking about this? This is really a circus act. It's a big distraction. You know, and so now the London mayor says Britain should not host President Trump on a state visit. And this is on Reuters.com. London Mayor Sadiq Khan said on Sunday that it would be wrong for Britain to host U.S. President Donald Trump on a state visit, describing some of the U.S. leaders' views on Islam as ignorant. You know, um, Khan and Trump have a history during the U.S. presidential election campaign, Khan was among many people who spoke out against Trump's proposed ban on Muslims entering the United States, an idea he said would play into the hands of extremists. Trump has criticized Khan, accusing the mayor of making a pathetic excuse over his statement urging Londoners not to be alarmed by the, president, uh, by the presence of additional police on the streets in response to the attack in June. You know, um, He's a laughing stock on the international community where mayors and important cities like London are saying, we don't want the U.S. president to come here. So one thing that's happening different is um, in the U.N., countries are now um, banned together to sign treaties banning nuclear weapons. And this is on globalnews.ca. So the nations on Wednesday began signing the first treaty to ban nuclear weapons. It's backed by over 100 companies, but spurned by those with nuclear arms. The U.N. Treaty Office said 51 countries are expected to attach their names on the opening day for signatures. Um, Brazilian president signed. The treaty requires all countries that, that eventually ratify it not to develop, test, produce, manufacture, otherwise acquire, possess, or stockpile nuclear weapons under any circumstances. This treaty is an important milestone towards the universality held goal of world free of nuclear weapons and um, at a time of increasing concern about their risk. So more than 120 companies approved the nuclear ban in early July over strong opposition from nuclear armed countries and their allies who boycotted the negotiation. How can you boycott the negotiation for world peace? What's the point of that? You know? And so now we have um, the U.S. president threatened to totally destroy the Asian nation if the U.S. is forced to defend itself or its allies against aggression. 
So Guterres warned that the threat of a nuclear attack is at its highest level since the end of the Cold War, and the fiery talk can lead to fatal misunderstandings. But nuclear power says a ban on the weapons won't work. You know, so it's really more of a demonstrative act. And Ethiopia's UN mission, which holds the council presidency, said nine presidents, three vice presidents, and six prime ministers, three deputy prime ministers, and more than 30 foreign ministers are scheduled to attend a day-long session. And some 71 countries have signed up to speak. You know, so, you know, we have to send prayers to those that are coming together for peace and not be so distracted in the wrong and evil doings that are happening and send frequencies to strengthen what, what, what appears to be something positive and for the betterment of mankind, you know, and certain countries are now um, backing away from the U S dollar, even as far as tourism. So on um, straight straightstimes.com in their Asia section, no entry for foreigners going to Malaysia for beer fest and gay parties. So, you know, a lot of um, other countries would frequent Malaysia, you know, and they would turn out those little children and the young girls would, you know, want to be in a negative disposition in order to attract the tourist attention and money. And so I think it's a big step for this country to say no. If they're going to have this party in this country, then it's just for the people here. If they want to continue with it without this international tourist dollar, you know, hopefully it'll subside and go away. But I think, you know, um, big ups to them for standing up, you know, and um, classifying what they want their country to be on a bigger level, you know. And so um, Hurricane Maria on CNN.com is, again, officials are describing it as apocalyptic conditions, you know. And, again, what's happening with the other people that had these same conditions recently? What does it look like over there? You know, pray for all of those that are really being tested. And, and, and um, you know, they have that test on their knee. They, they're going to have a hell of a testimony, right? And, you know, because they've come through it. Apocalyptic. And also in Bali, on BBC.com, Bali Volcano, thousands evacuated from Mount Agong area. You know, the Red Cross says, says more than 42,000 people have been evacuated from their homes near an active volcano in Bali. You know, um, so it's at authorities have imposed a 7.5-mile exclusion zone around the mountain and issued their highest level alert on Friday. So pray for those in Bali. That's 42,000 people. And this volcano is at its highest level, um, you know, getting ready to erupt. Thousands are now living in shelters and town halls, you know, um, with authorities trucking in aid supplies. And um, some communities have also set up livestock shelters, you know, um, for the cows, which they had to leave behind. You know, so it's a lot going on in the world as far as... um, the shifting of the axis. That's that's what I personally believe, you know. Um, every 26,000 years, the Earth's axis shifts, right? And then things happen temperature-wise and climate-wise and geography-wise that shifts the planet. And the whole new way we had the ice ages and all these other ages, you know, do your own research. 
come up with your own theory. You know, I'd rather be informed than be in fear. Overstand. Um, we're going to take a music moment and come back with technology. Blessings and grace. Nuance grouping of it all. Volume 2. of it all. Within a dare 
of it all. Of it all. territory for the dominion, who will dominate the opinions, schisms, and isms, keeping us in forms of religion, conforming our vision to the world, church's decision, trapped in a section, submitted to committee election, moral infection, epidemic lies and deception, insurrection of the highest possible order, distort, and I take recorders from hearing like underwater, beyond the borders, find ascending disorder, bound by the strategy of systemic depravity, heavy as gravity, head first in the cavity, without a bottom, a fate worse than Sodom. What's got him drunk off the spirits? Truth comes, we can't hear it. When you've been programmed to fear it. I had a vision, I was falling in indecision, appalling. Calling religious to program on television. How can dominant wisdom be recognized in the system of antichrist and majority rules? Intelligent fools, PhDs and illusion, masters of mass confusion, bachelors of past illusion. 
Now who you choosing? The head of the tail. The bloodshed of the male or confidence in the veil. Conference is a gale, discussing doctrines of bail. Causing people to fail, keeping the third in jail. His words nailed everything to the tree. Severing all of me from all that I used to be. Formless and void, totally paranoid. Enjoy darkness and floor, keeping me from the sword. Blocked from mercy. Bitter than thirsty, hungry and thirsty for good meat, we would eat and still dine at the table of deceit. How incomplete, from confrontation to retreat, we belong to true enemies' defeat. Destitute of necessity, causing desperation to get the best of me. Punishment so there was nothing left of me. Realizing the unescapable destiny. No options in the valley of decision. The only doctrine is supernatural circumcision. Inwardly, only water can purge the heart from words to fiery darts thrown by the workers of the arts. Iniquity, shaping in, there's no escaping when your whole philosophy is paper thin. In vanity, the wide road is insanity. Could it be all of humanity? Picture that, scripture that, the origin of man's heart is black. How can we show a poor in the visible war? Preoccupied with a shadow, making love with a whore. Aching the sores, Babylon the great mystery. Mother of human history, system of social sorcery. Our present condition needs serious recognition. Where there's no repentance, there can be no remission. And that sentence more serious than Vietnam. The atom bomb in Saddam and Minister Farrakhan. What's going on? What's the priority to you? By what authority do we do? The majority hasn't a clue. Majored in curses, search the chapters, check the verses, recapture the land, remove the mark from off our hands, so we can stand in agreement with his command. Everything else is damned, let them with ears understand. <laughs> Everything else is damned, let them with ears understand. Everybody 
Blessings and grace as we move forward into technology and understand the dynamic changes that are happening around us every day on the digital platform. So Google Life Science Team is going to release 20 million mosquitoes in Fresno. And this is on digital trends. Now, this already happened. I just have to come upon it. This was posted on July 16th of 2017, but it's good to know that these um, Google mosquitoes, 20 million, were released in Fresno. It may sound counterintuitive, but Alphabet's life science unit, Verily, is releasing about 20 million mosquitoes in Fresno, California, in order to fight Zika, the mosquito-borne illness, as part of Verily's debug project, an initiative announced last October with the mission of reducing the devastating global health impact of these disease-carrying mosquitoes afflict on people around the world. And now Verily is launching Debug Fresno, the company's first field study in the U.S. that will test mosquito control methods. I wonder if the, one, if the people of, of um, Fresno voted to be the first field study that will test a mosquito control method that involves sterile insect technique. In essence, the 20 million mosquitoes Verily is releasing are all sterile males that have been treated with Wolbachia, a naturally occurring bacterium. The test is said to be the largest release of sterile male mosquitoes in the U.S. thus far. Over the next 20 weeks, the bugs will be released in two neighborhoods around 300 acres large. The hope is that when these sterile males mate with wild females, they can carry and transmit a number of diseases, including Zika, Dengue, and Chikiunga. The resulting eggs will not hatch. Beverly will determine the success of its test by comparing the adult population density and egg hatching of this particular kind of mosquito in the targeted neighborhoods to two control neighborhoods. I mean, and then they say, don't worry, the male mosquitoes don't bite. So even though you might be seeing more of these critters around, you won't be itching as a result. So they are really messing. They are genetically modifying nature on a large scale. 20 million. And it's a test so you know, they don't even know. And why not treat the mosquitoes? There are bushes you can plant (laughs) that mosquitoes don't go by, that you can plant, you know, around your home. Why not, you know? because they, they are trying to infect something, some kind of change within the natural environment, you know, that is, that is really questionable on so many levels. So um, just look out for that. They're, they had, they did this back in July. 
Google's life science team. Who gave them the right? What congressman? You know, who signed that order? Why are these corporations just allowed to make neighborhoods case studies? A lot to think about. Um, And IFLScience.com, they have 3D printed casts that speeds bone recovery using ultrasound. A new um, is bringing together 3D printing, room to breathe, and ultrasound pulses to create a cast that's not only comfortable and stylish to wear, but it's expected to speed healing relative to existing options. So the designer, Kershashen, has adopted the idea of using low-intensity pulsed ultrasound, lipids, to speed bone regrowth. Pulses of sound waves too high frequency to hear have been shown to increase the incorporation of calcium ions in cultures of cartilage and bone cells, as well as increasing the expression of genes known to assist in healing. So LIP is currently involved a daily session at a medical clinic, and um, it's, a, it's a portal ultrasound generator, you know, to the cast. So um, this is a really good way that the 3D technology and um, the sound waves are coming together um, to heal one. And IKEA has a new app that lets you see how furniture will look in your actual house. And so I find this really intrusive because, you know, they're gathering data of what's in your home as well, overstand. But it's using that same technology that's like the Pokemon app, where you can see things in real time in, um, in a real way. And on digitaltrends.com, um, how the CDC could use Google, AI, and even Twitter to forecast flu outbreaks. So that's what they want to do. They want to be able to forecast these outbreaks. As, um, as summer gives way to fall, um, flu season is about to be upon us. The CDC needs all the information it can get to do this important work. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention play a huge role in making sure practices in hospitals around the country know what to expect. So um, comprising everything from retail sales of flu medication to Google searches about symptoms to create the best possible picture of the spread of the virus as it happens. So if this works, it could make predicting the spread of disease as commonplace as forecasting tomorrow's thunderstorms. So the last four years, the CDC has run a forecasting research initiative intended to build better methods of predicting what flu season will bring. So um, they're utilizing, you know, AI and um, Twitter and all these different feeds that we allow ourselves to feed into to now forecast and um watch and see the best possible picture of the spread of the virus as it happens. Understand? And also on Engadget.com, Sprint and T-Mobile could merge in late October. Talks are supposedly close to wrapping up. There have been hints that Sprint and T-Mobile are seriously talking about a merger again, but how likely that union is. Um, If you ask Reuters, they understand that the two carriers are close to agreeing on terms and they could have a deal ready by late October. You know, so they're usually caveats, but it's notable that Sprint and T-Mobile are apparently confident enough that there's a timeline. So for those that are um, investment um, connoisseurs and also for the ones that have these carriers, know that Sprint and T-Mobile are about to become one. 
And I'm also Android or Apple. Who should you develop for first, right, on the nextweb.com, Android or Apple? If you're a developer, you know, who should you do it for first? And so, um, of course, you want to know, you know, about the demographics. And so the demographics is that Android has a larger global market share, um, smart OS global market share as of 2016. They lead with 86%. iOS is only around 11%. And Windows is at 0.4 and others are at 0.3. So Android, of course, is the first one. And um, also, you know, you want to think about how um, the cost of, the, of um, developing a mobile application largely depends on its type, complexity, and features. You know, um, iOS applications can be launched a lot faster as they lack device fragmentation. It's believed that the entropy created with Android device and OS fragmentation complicates the development and the testing process and will take additional time and money. So even though Android offers the larger market share, it's going to take you a little bit more time and money for um, development. So those are some of the things, you know, um, you should look at, the type of application you're building, monetization model, paid download, in-app purchasing, the market you're targeting, user demographics, timeline, and budget, you know, but which platform you choose is your business. But um, that was something I was looking into, and I just wanted to share the information. Um, who knew that Android had 87.6% of the global market share? All right, information goes a long way. Overstand. We're going to take a music moment and come back with herb knowledge. Blessings and grace. Dear God, please make me into a bird so I can fly far, far away from here. Dear God, please make me into a bird so I can fly far, far away from here. Every day I rise on a fire. Sometimes, but when I give up, oh no, 
is laying, hundred lane, plain land, white all grand spin, now wood, bark bush, furnish down. Don't you give up, gonna be free like a bird in the sky, gonna be free, gonna fly so high, gonna be free, gonna free my mind, gonna be free, gonna fly so high. One thing I know that I must survive, one
Blessings and grace as we move forward into herbnology and learn from the nature of the Most High, overstand. And so I looked up um, antiviral herbs, antibacterial and antiviral herbs, and how to use them. And you can find this information on sustainablebabysteps.com as well, um, sustainablebabysteps.com. Calendula. 
can be used in first aid to heal wounds, prevent infection, treat pink eye. Calendula can be prepared in a few different ways, including infusions, tinctures, lotions, and ointments. And there are no known precautions. Cinnamon warms the body and aids in digestion and is used for its antibacterial properties. Cinnamon can be taken as a tea, added to food, um, dried clove buds. So clove is typically used as a topical, and um, it's, it, has, it has a natural numbing quality. It's an analgesic. And it can also be used to combat intestinal bacteria. So for internal use, you use it in cooking or make um, a, club, a cup of clove tea. Of course, garlic is an antibacterial herb, and it's, um, it's effective against several types of bacteria. Um, then penicillin, you know, garlic is also friendlier to the body than the antibiotics used. It attacks the offending bacteria without wiping out the body's normal flora. And it can be used in tincture, capsule, infused oil, or simply added to your diet. Uh, echinacea, take at the onset of an infection. Echinacea can speed up the healing process. Echinacea is most effective when taken as a tincture over a long period of time. And do not um, use echinacea if you have autoimmune disease. Oregon grapefruit. Oregon grapefruit has potent antibacterial herbs, especially when combined with echinacea. So do not take if you're pregnant or breastfeeding or have a history of diabetes, of, um, diabetes stroke, hypertension, or glaucoma. And so you could take it as a tincture, but not for long term, as it can decrease vitamin B absorption. Marshmallow root. Um, which is also good for the hair and detangling is a natural conditioner because um, of its high mucilage factor. But in addition to pain-easing properties, it eases pain. Marshmallow root soothes, lubricates, and softens and heals. You know, it has um, tannins, which are effective against bacteria found in the urinary tract, so it could be taken internally for urinary tract infections as well. And usnea, U-S-N-E-A, usnea. This common lichen is an antibacterial and um, antifungal. A powerful antibiotic, usnea is used to treat urinary tract infections, strep, and staph infections, sorry, sinus, as well as fungal infections like yeast and vaginosis. So these are good things to have in your bug out bag, you know, so that you don't have to go to wherever it is to get help. You can just like treat yourself and use the nature of the most high to heal so that you don't have to be in a place where you need surgery or an infection has become out of control. Overstand. Uva ursi is often used as a tincture or a capsule for treating urinary tract infections as well. It contains effective um, killing pathogens um, associated with UTIs, and because of its strength, it should not be used continually for longer than two weeks. and is not for use by children, pregnant, or nursing women, or those that have kidney disease. And um, yarrow, tiny yarrow flowers have a number of different uses. As a powder, they stop bleeding quickly. Yarrow stops bleeding quickly. Infused in water, it, it, um, it speeds the healing of canker sores. As a tea, yarrow is used to fight also urinary tract infections because it contains uterine, um, because it can cause uterine contractions. So you want to avoid it during pregnancy. And some antiviral herbs specifically is astragalus root, is one of the antiviral herbs that works by boosting the immune system. 
So taking internally either in capsule tincture or by adding it to soup, astragalus root is known to increase your body's defense against viruses. It's best used as a prevention. So take it during flu season or before going to places with large crowds of people. Avoid if you already have a fever, though. Um, cat's claw. In addition to being an antibacterial, antifungal, and antiviral, cat's claw is known for boosting the immune system, okay, increasing your body's protection against illness. Cat's claw can be taken as a tea, tincture, or capsule. Again, do not take during pregnancy. Cranberry is a potent defense, again, against UTI due to its ability to make the bladder lining too slippery to adhere to. So it's full of antioxidants. And it has antiviral properties and prevents plaque from forming on teeth, okay? So you can have your teeth be in health, you know, as well. Cranberry can be taken in capsule or as juice. Make sure it's unsweetened. And elderberry is used as a remedy for viral infections like the flu and common cold. Elder stimulates the circulation, causing sweating, effectively cleansing the body. So elderberry syrup is um, a common delivery method of one to three teaspoons can be taken per day during infection. On the leaves, roots, seeds, and berries of the raw plant contain cyanide-producing compounds and should not be consumed without cooking properly. And so dried ginger root. Ginger is another herb known for antiviral and antibacterial properties. It's used to prevent and decrease duration of the common cold. Ginger can be taken as tea, capsule, or added to meals. Um, dried lemon balm, also, you know, one that is very good. Important volatile compound found in lemon balm contains antiviral properties. Lemon balm leaf makes a tasty tea, and it can also relieve upset stomach and promote calm. It may be unsafe to consume during some pregnancy, so check with your doctor or your um, naturopath for that one. You know, and mullein infused oil is a great remedy for ear problems, including ear infection, especially when combined with garlic. Use the mullein flowers to create an infused oil, okay? And dried oregano, of course, um, adding great flavor to food. It also protects against viruses and bacteria. It's one of the best antiviral herbs available. Um, it can be taken in extract, tincture, or capsule to promote healing. So hopefully, you know, um, those were of use to you and you utilize the nature of the Most High in the healing and the protection and the proactive prevention of viruses and antibodies from attacking the ones and ones that we love. I'm going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. Aware 
up vibrations around I. So I don't let the moment confound I and I Aware of vibrations around I So I don't let the moment confound I and I aware Of protection is complete. I say that like a rich keep the weight up. I just because the heart of the lion is the pride of the I am aware of the promise. The prophets have spoken. Open in anticipation of a king. Aware of the principle guiding which will lead to him. And I'm present in Vibrations around I So I don't let the moment confound I and I away. Aware. Oh, I am aware of myself in the midst. Aware of vibrations around I So I don't let the moment confound I and I
over my head like a chandelier. And it was so evident that it took precedence whenever opportunity kneeled. So I declined and undermined all of these here talents of mine. Kept them inside till I realized I had to look my fear in the eyes. Yeah. 
politics, system, policies, money banks, foundation, discoveries, mischievous and self-centered development strategies, ineffective and not meant to affect the physics and spirits of mankind. In short, in effect, where do we go from here? When we lack love in the hearts, when we lack an open heart, a lot to ourselves and the one that truly love that we love. But truly, we don't really give a fuck. Another day, it starts my conscience on to me once more for me to face an excitation which is coming up, yo. If that's just overcome the spirit's eyes open but shut sight, so we can't see the road cause I'm scared of the lights. I got to go on, I got to move on. We got to go on, we got to move on. Cause if you don't search for the truth, you're so with definitely remain on down.
That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape your metaphysical mind. 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 Blessings and grace, and welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. And so tonight I um, draw to the Nag Hammadi Library and um, the section specifically, the reality of the rulers, the hypostasis of the archives. Starting off with Samuel Sin, because of the reality of the authorities inspired by the spirit of the father of truth, the great messenger referring to the authorities of the darkness told us that our contest is not against flesh and blood, but rather the authorities of the universe and the spirits of wickedness. I have sent you this because you inquire about the reality of the authorities. Their chief is blind because of his power and his ignorance and his, agno- his um, arrogance. He said, with his power, I am God. There is no other but me. When he said this, he sinned against all. The speech rose up to incorruptibility. Then there was a voice that came forth from incorruptibility saying, you are wrong, Samael, that is, God of the blind, became blind. And having expelled his power, that is, the blasphemy he had spoken, he pursued it down to chaos and the abyss. His mother, at the instigation of Pista Sophia, she established each of his offspring in conformity with its power after the pattern of the realms that are above. For by the starting from the invisible world is the visible world was invented. As incorruptibility looked down into the regions of the waters, her image appeared in the waters, and the authorities of the darkness became enamored of her. Overstand the veil. But they could not lay hold of that image which had appeared to them in the waters because of their wickedness, since beings that merely have soul cannot lay hold of those that have spirit. For they were from below. Well, it was from above. It was from above, and they were from below. So the flood, the rulers took counsel with one another and said, Come, let us cause a flood with our hands and obliterate all flesh from man to beast. But when the rulers of the forces came to know of their decision, he said to Noah, Make yourself an ark from wood that does not rot and hide in it. You and your children and the beasts of the birds of heaven, from small to large, and set it upon Mount Sir. Then Uriah came to him, wanting to board the ark. He would not let her enter. She blew upon the ark and caused it to be consumed by fire. Again, he made the ark for a second time. So you cannot give up in your preparation. Even if some kind of misfortune happens along the way of preparing you and your family. Okay, he made, it, he made the ark for a second time. And in the epilogue, but I said, sir, I am also from their matter. You together with your offspring are from the primeval father. Their souls came from above, out of the incorruptible light. Therefore, the authorities cannot approach them, since the spirit of truth resides in them, and all who have known this way exist deathless in the midst of dying people. Still, the offspring will not become known now, 
Instead, after three generations, it will come to be known and free them from the bondage of the authority's error. Then I said, sir, how much longer? He said to me, until the moment when the true human, within a modeled form, reveals the existence of the spirit of truth that the Father has sent. Okay, until the moment when the true human, within a modeled form, reveals the existence of the spirit of truth that the Father has sent, then he will teach them about everything, and he will anoint them with the, with, with the unction of life eternal, given him from the generation without a king. Then they will be free of blind thought, and they will trample on death, which comes from authorities, and they will ascend into the limitless light where this offspring belongs. Then the authorities will relinquish their ages, and their angels will weep over their destruction, and their demons will lament their death. Then all the children of light will truly know the truth, and their root, and the Father of all, and the Holy Spirit. They will say with a single voice, the Father is truth. The Father's truth is just, and child presides over all. And from everyone till the ages of ages, and from everyone till the ages of ages, holy, 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 amen. That's the epilogue, overstand. So we are meant to survive the ridiculousity of it all. So it's our job to make sure that we are prepared to do so because we are the offspring, okay? And our offspring are the offspring, right? We have to continue to raise and thrive and guide and strive in the midst of it all. And so I I, um, referenced Luke in the praise up. So the metaphysical meaning of Luke, Luke was a Christian who traveled much with Paul in his ministry. And obviously traveling is taking a part in what's happening worldwide. You know, the ethnicity, geography is shifting in massive ways. And, um, you know, there are lots of people in America that are looking to leave because of what's happening in this country. So Luke was a Christian who traveled much with Paul in his ministry. Luke is called a physician and is thought to be the writer of the Gospel of Luke and the Book of Acts. The metaphysical meaning of Luke means luminous, light-giving. When one ceases to cling to material things, the luminous state of mind becomes abiding. After the worldly ideas, you know, represented by Demas, Demas, Titus, Dalmatia, Crescens, 2 Timothy, have disappeared. After the worldly ideals have disappeared, the overcomer finds the one luminous presence left within him, and that was just referenced in the reality of, of, the, um, of the rulers. It is then that a new mental quality comes to take place of the old ideas that were dropped. Mark, the shining one, is called after Tessius, whose name means fate, has been sent away. One who learns the divine law is not subject to fate. Overstand. One who learns the divine law is not subject to fate. He makes his own destiny by the use of the law. Okay? He makes his own destiny by the use of the law. 
In Colossians 4.14, Paul refers to Luke as the beloved physician. Metaphysically, this would indicate that Luke belongs especially to that phase of the intelligence that has to do with keeping the body well. You understand? We have to keep this body, this temple well. As a missionary, Luke carries the healing message to all parts of the body. Paul and Luke working together symbolize the converted will and spiritual illumination, united in presenting a healing ministry of Jesus Christ to the entire being. There's only one way to attain healing, wholeness, and that is the way of, of the spiritual man, mystically called Jesus, Yeshua, Luke, the illumined healing intelligence in us is ever seeking to impress this truth more and more deeply on our consciousness and on the very cells, on the very cells itself of our body. And the metaphysical meaning of Galatians, I reference Galatians in the praise up, and the people of Galatia were more, especially the ones to whom Paul wrote this epistle to the, to the Galatians. And Galatians is of belonging to Galatia. And the metaphysical meaning is the thoughts that belong to the Galatia state consciousness. And so the assembly of Christians at Galatia to whom Paul wrote his epistle would be thoughts belonging to the Galatia consciousness, the word of truth. Okay? Paul doing its quickening work in the mind and the body of the individual. All right? So it has so this is this is what's happening right now. The quickening work in the mind and the body of the individual is awakening these thoughts to life and to the and to an understanding of the things pertaining to truth, okay? And in the reality of the rulers, it's the ones that have the truth embedded, you know, that know who they are and represent itself. And the metaphysical meaning of um, Genesis, um, the first book of the Bible, the beginning, the begetting, the birth, the lineage, Overstand. It begins with the account of creation and the beginning of manifest man and the manifest universe. And the Hebrew name is Sophia Barashith, book of creation, book of first causes, book of unfolding or manifesting of elemental principles or book of emanation. Overstand. So the metaphysical genesis points to the new birth and to the perfection of man and the regeneration, the regeneration our next generations, and the perfection of them, and the new birth within us that has to take place, the genesis time, overstand it. So the metaphysical meaning of strength, all right, strength, the energy of God, freedom from weakness, stability of character, power to withstand temptation, capacity to accomplish. Strength is physical, mental, and spiritual. All strength originates in spirit, the thought and the word spiritually expressed being the manifestation. Okay. And so I looked up this word because I wanted to know, because I'm looking at this as, as a watcher, right? We're watching it on the news unfold of these catastrophes. So the metaphysical meaning of watchmen, okay, is a spiritually developed person who sees within and without. And with the word of command challenges anything negative. Overstand. You have to challenge what's presented, you know, and use inductive and, you know, thinking and reasoning and critically assess the whole maneuverization that's happening around you. You know, check and read the news blotter in your local paper, you know, if you don't read anything else, just to know what areas things are popping off at. 
what place that, you know, more police than others. You need to know what's happening around you. And also, you know, having a safe place to abide, that's a real investment. That should really be a goal for, for, you know, lots of people is to have a sacred space that's out of harm's way, you know, that's close to nature and set aside. You know, we buy into all this timeshares. You know, I was guilty. I have timeshares, you know, and I, but if I knew then what I know now, you know, I would have invested instead of those, you know, two timeshares into one property, one piece of land, you know, so that's something to look at, you know, and, and to um, make a plan, man, right, and do what I can. And Yeshua's name, and for all the ones that this may spark an interest in, to have followed through, you know, and, and, and to be tactical. You know, we have to start thinking in those terms, in those words. They're there for a reason to evoke, you know, a certain mindset within ourselves that is motivated by, um, you know, um, success in Yeshua's name. You know, and for our bloodlines and our offspring, you know, to have what they need you know, to create the Most High's will here here on this planet as this shift happens. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace.
Blessings and grace. And I'd like to give a shout out to my co-hosting frequency that helped to better express 
you know, the modulations that are happening in my own, you know, intonation overstand. So that was just um, Bodhisattva with BLWMA, followed by Sun Ra Godspell, NECA Focus, Bonnie Bordeaux, Fear Factor, John 9 in the midst, Esnave, Someday, Nairobi Selah, Offspring, Etna, Free, B. Jamel, Tough, Lauren Hill, Freedom Time, Mariama Tanay, Nuanced Groupings of It All, Volume 2, Exodus, Fritzwa, Lies and Ego, Black Violin, Stereotypes, John 9, Jungle, Esnave, Mind Elevation, Black Coffee, Traveler, Marla Brown, Survivor, The Whitefield Brothers featuring Bajaka, Earthology, Starrock, Red Dawn, and John 9, Intention. Thank you again for tuning in and um, sharing in this journey that is life from this moment for three hours. I really appreciate the um, the love and the resonance that has resounded from all across the world and for the dedicated ones that call in each week. Um, it just really is, um, it's benefactor, overstand benefactor. It's benefactor in my spirit to spread, you know, the truth of what's happening on a um, natural, you know, technological um, you know, journey of, of um revolution and um, resolution, you know, that we can um, take forth and just grow from within, you know, and take the knowledge of the divine laws and make it resound, you know. The word sound power of it all is really important in the way we speak to each other, the way that we reach toward each other. It's important to spread the love as much as possible, especially in this spiritually confusing time that we're in. And so on a lighter note, I'd like to share um, some music from my son, Zafan. He's nine years old. He fastens himself a DJ. And this is Zafan's music. This is um, House of Blues, the House of Blues mix, Zephex. Blessings and grace.
Jelly Roll.